The swear word replacement for this episode will be coin. Welcome to Reader's Guide to the Galaxy, featuring Bus, Paws, Garfield, that's me, and whoever else decided to show up this week. That would be me. That'd be Zelda. I have arrived. This week we'll be discussing The Last Witch. Fuck. Wish. <laughs> the Last Wish. Oh, I know it's easy to confuse with all the Witcher talk, technically. No, wait, no, it, is, no it isn't. This week, we'll be discussing The Last Wish, Witchers, Demons, and all of the memes that come from that. Toss a coin! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Anyway, welcome to this train wreck of a... Pentonary episode. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that going. Okay, hello readers and welcome to the podcast. Now, Witchers have been adapted into a video games, a Netflix show, and of course the original books. It started with disconnected short stories, so yay! Because this author is one of the best authors that have ever authored to ever author. <laughs> okay. And you can tell that it's sarcastic by the fact that he almost never writes his scenes from the main character's perspective <laughs> and instead chooses to stream it from the guy who's sitting under the table. I really don't know what that's supposed to be referencing, but okay. Because of the disgusting anthological timelines, we're going to try to give y'all enough of a rundown that you can read, watch, play whatever, and understand most of it, I guess. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> you know, like something like timelines and... Uh... Okay, well, here's the basic plot. So you've got the self-insert character, Geralt, who you can tell is a self-insert because every girl that meets Geralt almost instantly wants to sleep with him. Useless, needless pornography. <laughs> Anyway, Geralt is a witcher, which is basically a monster hunter, but he's also a mutant because he went through the trial of grasses, I think it's called. The trial of the weed! He was also abandoned by his mom or something. I'm sure that's not going to factor into anything. Anyway, somewhere along his many travels, he meets Yaskier the Bard, a.k.a. Dandelion. Ah, uh, yes. More weed. <laughs> Yaskier is spelled J-A-S-K-I-E-R. Yeah, it's Yaskier. It's Jaskier. It's Polish! It's Polish. It's Polish, you American annoyance! Let's see what Google translates, uh, whatever it is. The, the... Actually, wait, interesting fact. According to Google Translate, Yaxter translates not to dandelion, but to buttercup, which is a callback to our original episode. Also, it is Yaskier. Yeah, it's Yaskier. Anyway, he. Yeah, he also meets this girl, Yennefer, while on the hunt for a genie or a djinn. I guess they use Eastern European mythology, which is wacky and edgy. Insert My Chemical Romance joke. Oh, they're the only ones playing at Riot Fest this year. Oh my god, that's true. Is Riot Fest still happening? I don't know. At this point, yes, but also it is like a September thing, so. Oh, okay. Anyway, Geralt and Yennefer's fates get tied together because of this gin, so they always keep running into each other. Yennefer's pissed off because Geralt keeps showing up, Geralt makes puppy eyes at her the entire time, and Jaskier's kind of sad that his boyfriend, I mean friend, won't pay attention to him. This spawns several decades. Yeah, original funny joke here. Coin. Yennefer in the, um, in the, in the video game is very pretty. She's pretty... Yeah. She's pretty, but she's really unlikable in the video game. Like, I, I only like her. Yeah, but she's pretty. Okay, fine. But you don't want to end up with her, is yeah, the no. thing. 
She's just pretty. Anyway, due to a law of surprise mishap, Geralt's also fated to be a dad to this girl, Siri, who he picks up after her country is attacked. Also, I think Yennefer fights some other battle at that exact time and dies or something. Law of surprise? Uh, basically, uh, if you save someone's life in this universe, you're allowed to claim a thing they didn't know they had when you save them, like very fairy tale -y. Anyway, that's our crash course. More in-depth stuff will happen in the spoiler section. Another thing, Paws dressed up as Siri for Halloween two years ago? And no one knew who she was. Oh yeah, it was I think I think it was last year. It was my sophomore year and I dressed up as Siri and yeah. one person knew who I was. That's also how like this year, um, I dressed up as Velma Dinkley from Scooby Doo and a singular person recognized it. Hey, I would have recognized I it. I wore a skirt for that. I dressed up as Kaz and everyone was just kind of like, well, you look very Dapper. nice today. And I'm like, mm. They forced me to dress up as edgy Shaggy. I thought that was funny. That was quality <laughs> content. Yeah. And I, I, I taped a bunch of like <laughs> signs to people. You're Shaggy now. You're Fred. You're Daphne. You're Scooby. And Fiona was juiced, which hurt me. Yeah, anyway, do the spoiler warning. We are now entering the spoiler section. Be prepared for all the spoilies. We will spoil your socks off. Well, leave now or I suppose we will toss a coin to your witcher. Anyway, what did we like about the books? Roach. <laughs> is horse. Roach is cool. I like Roach. Roach is horse, yeah. yes. But the question is, which Roach? What do you mean, which Roach? It's canonical it's that... It's not always the same horse. He just names every horse he has Roach. That's stupid. This reminds me of this one story that the, the, the Italian Anna told me where, like, she goes to her grandparents' house in Italy and there's he has two dogs and he names them all, like, one thing. But there's, like, one, there's one part in one of the books where uh, Geralt is talking to Roach and he's calling him Roach and he's Jaxer, or uh, Jaxer is like, it wasn't Roach brown before? And he was like, yeah, it's a different horch. I just named them all Roach. He's like, that Spongebob meme. <laughs> it's the Spongebob meme here. What the hell? Okay, yeah. so I guess we like, we stand Roach. We stand I stand Yaskier. I have always stand Yaskier. He's, He's my favorite yeah. character. Toss a coin to your witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Are we going to get copyrighted oh, when we sing this? Eh. No. Maybe. <laughs> Let's not oh, find out. You sang Queen in the last episode. Yeah, I don't think anyone's paying enough attention. I don't know if we're attention. big enough to get copyright claimed. <laughs> Apparently, Did we also mean... like the life lesson slash it was actually trying to say stuff. No, I like the fact that they were all like kind of philosophical and conceptual and they were trying to like, make a point rather than just Game of Thrones where they're like, we're going to subvert your expectations. Are your expectations subverted? <laughs> Yeah. I also very much enjoy Baby uh, Siri. Siri's oh, my yeah. favorite baby. Siri's, Siri's awesome. Baby Siri do do Siri do do Siri do I also really like the Eastern European lore. Uh, point is this. Like, all of them are based off of old fairy tales, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's this one where it's, like, super edgy Snow White, yeah. which is, like, the one that the first episode yeah, of The yeah. Witcher is based on, where it's, like, she was, uh... The reason she ran away was because she was presumed to be a witch or yeah. something, and like they tried to do experiments on her, and she ran away and became a killer, and then Geralt kills her in the end, and it's really interesting, yeah. and they cut most of it out of the live action. Wait, who kills who? What now? Geralt kills her after sleeping with her. Kills Ciri no. or Yennefer? Kills no, uh, another character. Snow White. Oh, Trike. 
Okay. <laughs> it was like, and then like, probably my favorite story is the second story, which is Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, right? Oh yeah. I really like that one with. Um, that one is good. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. I really like the one with um the one with Pavetta and uh, Dooney. Um, the one with the Law of Surprise. I just like how yeah, yeah. how much they fit into it. Like I just I really like the the Law of Surprise thing. I, yeah. They use it a lot, but it's really just. It's really it's interesting because it's it's one of those things where it's like it's not supposed to be a child or something. It's supposed. Yeah. It's normally like it's even, like buried, bushel of wheat, a dog or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they even say it in the show. Like the law of surprise is generally like you get something out of it just because like you're desperate and you get like some food. No one's expecting it to be a kid, and then it is twice for one family, which is just so cool. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's real interesting that, like, how coincidental it is. Yeah, and, I like, really like the law. He it's actually just, invokes oh. Law of Surprise on Siri twice. Yeah. <laughs> once when she's born, and then once with the farmer. Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. It's just subtle ways to show you, like, yeah. You know how we said that Destiny's important in The Witcher? Well, we're gonna show it, too. Like, they do the show, Destiny don't tell, but, like, coin right. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Um... I was kind of neutral on Geralt, to be honest. Like, he's fine. Yeah. I don't... I just um, don't like how, like... He's funny, but I don't like how every girl, like, instantly sleeps with him. <laughs> like, he's not that attractive. It's mm. it's the monster points, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of monster coins. <laughs> I don't know if we can say that. I don't know if we can say that, but hey, Shape of Water had a had apparently an audience... Hey, Shape of Water got an ago. Oscar. I'm still pissed yeah. about that. I didn't watch Shape of Water. I did, purely Why? because of uh, the fact that I was pissed off that it got an Oscar, and uh, <laughs> Verdun didn't. I didn't watch it, so I can't say anything. It, they, I watched one of the Oscar nominees that year uh, for Best Picture, and it's like the only year I've ever watched a, nom- a Best Picture nominee, and I thought it was awesome, because... Um, oh. I believe I don't know if it's Verdun, but it might, no, it's either Dunkirk. It might, yeah, it's Dunkirk. Oh, I need to watch Dunkirk. Real good. It's real. Yeah, it's so kind of, good. It's so good. I just so kind of good. gave up because I don't like the Oscar bait movies that like tend to be made and considered because they're just kind of dull white. and yeah. annoying. They're very yeah, that white. too. Definitely but, that too. What? <laughs> they're very white. Uh, they're yeah. white. They're they're kind of just the same thing over. Like if you make a World War Two movie. There's only so many topics you can do in a World War II movie, but it's got its own subgenre of a World War II movie, and I'm just so but tired of it. what would be so cool to do for World War II movies would be to look at not the people in the armies, but the people, like, resistances in France and Italy. Yeah. Because a lot, and like, and the women who fought in those, the families that protected Jewish families and stuff like that, like, what was life like? I mean, I think... I think wasn't there what's the Peter Rabbit or something? I don't know if that was. It, uh, I've heard because that w- wasn't that literally in Germany, families protecting a young Jewish girl, and the boy is learning how to deal with that because he's a part of like the Hitler Youth and he has an imaginary friend who's Hitler. That one. That oh my one. god! I think I- Joey Rabbit. Like we have so many movies about World War Two and all and and wars, but they don't 
focus on the different perspectives yeah they yeah. have the semblance of being deep they're not actually deep they're saying the same thing that's been said yeah. straight times. white men are not the only people on the planet like we get it war is hell we've gotten that message several times over do something with that mm-hmm. actually just, uh, analyze something yeah, say yeah. something about it or like, even like any american army one like um i learned about world war one this year in my history class i'm taking uh a at african-american history class uh-huh. like i never learned about the african-american infantries that went over to like france for example and england like you never are taught about them really unless at least at our school unless you choose to take a class my uh grandparents are part of like the uh aquatorium in miller they've helped transform into a like memorial of the tistiki air mm-hmm do you know yeah. who those are? I've heard. It's an yeah. all. It was an all-black uh, fighter pilot force. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay, I mean, back moving to on. Witcher. No, I can actually circle this back around because the thing <laughs> is, is that the thing with Oscar movies is that they're supposed to be deeper and something. Like you know, like Martin Scorsese go Marvel movies aren't cinema. I still feel like that's a little misleading because yeah. <laughs> you can definitely use fantasy media and superhero media to yeah. say things and you should that's how you should be doing it look at iron man iron man yeah. iron man was saying so many iron interesting things about t- uh, like the the crisis in iraq and like the the war and it was yeah. and that was most of iron man's villain that was iron man one and then iron man three was about like, how um iron man two was stupid iron man two was stupid but iron man three was about how i like iron um, man two kind of i liked War. <laughs> that doesn't mean the iron <laughs> doesn't mean it's not stupid though you could like yeah. it but it was stupid yeah, I remember like, was like, here is this one straight white guy who basically I mean, is pulling the strings entirely and villainizing the... He tried to the, tell an interesting story. Yeah, it was just, it was an interest. like, they're doing a lot of interesting well, Man, stuff. Yeah, Iron Man 2 tried to, tried to touch on a really good story of, like, Tony Stark's alcoholism, but it just, <laughs> yeah. it just didn't. It, didn't <laughs> it, it landed just, so badly. It just didn't. Yeah. Or, but, um, also, like, Captain Marvel... Captain Marvel like sexism and being told what you are and aren't. Yeah, like for all of its faults, even Captain America Civil War, it proves itself to be a really well-written movie because you could either be Okay, there is a lot wrong with that movie, but at the very at the very least, it had enough nuance that you could be either Team Cap or Team Iron Man. And you had decent you had yeah. you had arguments for Team sure, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Quality Anyways, content. Anyways, one last thing about Oscars. Uh, they don't know <laughs> about animation. <laughs> they really don't. Now, so th- many so many animated films that could have been nominated for Best Pictures. Did Spider like, Verse get anything? Because Spider Verse was really that was so good. One Best Animated Picture. It's just it's an animated superhero movie. Which means it automatically can't be good and is for children. Yeah, like it's just it's just so frustrating. But like, it, ta- it tackles like like, like racism, um, and expectations of yourself expectations, based on the world around you, uh, family um, issues. And it probably I don't know. It's just like the the that comment rubbed me the wrong way. Just like even in Comic? Witcher, Scorsese's comic that you know Marvel movies aren't cinema like. They, like the whole thing about like even Witcher is actually cinema trying, isn't cinema. Like Witcher is trying to say stuff. It it's there's a lot of time devoted to every book where it's like it's trying to talk about morality, destiny, you know, spiritualism in a really interesting way. But most people don't get that or just here for the fighty parts. With <laughs> anyway, moving on, moving on. What moving didn't on. we like about we Witcher? Toss a coin to your Witcher. 
for the person <laughs> who wrote this damn script and constantly sings it. Do explain. Okay, I'm saying that maybe I've annoyed you guys with Tasa Coin Your Witcher that you wound up hating it forever. Yes. I actually don't mind Tasa Coin Your Witcher. I really liked how they used it in the actual episode. Yeah. How this, the fact they put it on, especially what leading up to with Yennefer and yeah. like, yeah, it's just really good. I I, I love Yennefer Soundtrack the is show. a big like, thing for me and like, yeah. it really fit with those scenes and like, I also liked how confused uh, Geralt must be every time he just walks into a bar and he's like, Toss it away, do you? Which is just like. Yeah, I liked how they built up to that. They had it as. Uh, it was Gaskier's first yeah. hit, basically, as elf propaganda. And they have this whole exchange where it's like, you know, um, where's all your newfound respect? Respect doesn't make money. And then he moves on, and it's actually a good enough song that it gets referenced later in the show where they're like yeah, yeah sing a song Yaskier and he sings Toss a Coin to your Witcher and it's so funny yeah. like it's such a good lo- like it's a tiny little world building detail but yeah. it's good like, like the it's, world it building sense. especially in the show how it like connects to everything is super go- cool like minor things don't get just get lost I also didn't like Yennefer. Also, very quickly, I just didn't like Yennefer in anything but the show. They didn't actually make her likable, and it, and that's because they had to take like time to develop her because she's just kind of really annoyed in every other piece of media. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've only experienced her a little bit in the game, and I didn't mind her, but you know, whatever. She, yeah, I mean, she's just kind of like a little bit of a know-it-all, and annoying, and you don't really get anything anything vulnerable from her and anything except for like the show because it's all kind of from Geralt's point of view, and he doesn't really. He doesn't talk to people much, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, you've only read the first book. Yeah, no, I read parts of the second. I think I read the second, too. Well, I imagine she gets better, maybe. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. But don't know. apparently, I've heard from a lot from very reputable sources that the writing gets much worse, does not get better at all. Mm. Apparently, in the later books, there's a trend where it's like, uh uh-huh, people are telling stuff about fight scenes in the past and, like, People are just annoying. And the thing is, is that, like, I think my favorite scene, though, is the one in, like, a second book where, um, it's my dad's favorite, where they're all training Siri, but they're all witchers, and witchers can only be males. Yay, look at that. Oh, yeah, that one. And, like, she's being slow and lethargic, and they can't figure out why, and then this sorceress lady, Triss, comes in, and she's like, you oink, pulls an imbecile, she's on her period. Don't train her like, like this when she's on her period, and it's so funny because she has to like she coaches like she puts Siri in a dress and like coaches her, and she's like, "Okay, what do you say when this happens again?" And she's like, "Well, I can't train today because I am." So looks at Triss and she like mouths the words indisposed, and then she leaves, and then Triss coin yells at them for like three pages afterward for being <laughs> stupid, and all of them just sit there and look sad the entire time. And it's- to be fair, she does do that a lot. Ah, <laughs> uh, men. It is so. It is the best part. I just. I love it so much. She's so pissed at them for being like dumb. Moving on to our O ship segment. This is where we talk about ships. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay, so here's Geralt the thing about and Yaskier. Why? It was, okay, it was. It's really big after people watch the show, and I can see why. But I think after reading the book and seeing how good of friends they are, I don't know if I can get on board with it. Just you let know? them be. Just let them be friends. Like, in, if yeah. you just watch the show, I can see why you'd fill in the blanks like that. But after reading the books, I just you know they got a really big age difference. But like, it's kind of like the 
sunshine character and the gruff character, which is a, you know, ship trope. I don't know. I just... It, also, it's the only available gay one. It is also the only available gay one. There are no other... And we want to find all of the gay that we can. That is the only one available. I'm so, so there's this whole, like... That. Geralt and Yennefer are, like, canonically a thing, but... Um, yeah. yeah. Disgusting. So they're, they're always screaming at each other. They're... It just doesn't seem healthy, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. They it, need to it, go to from what I've seen of like the games and stuff, it, it once they get to know each other and stop yelling at each other, it's bad or it, it gets better. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like it, there's there's some cute there's some cute moments with like them and Siri. Okay, yeah, I I like them like being co-parents of Siri. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. But them let dating, them just be just gay co-parents. I there's definitely fanfics where like Yaskier, Geralt, and Yennefer are an OT three, and like they're all Ew. taking care of Siri. Actually, it's kind of yes, cute. Maya sent me a couple. It is it is in fact very cute. I've I've they're I've, really yes. like there's this one that Maya sent me where it's like they're all going to school and no one can figure out which one are Siri's parents because they're all hot but they all keep showing up. And it's like it's all three of us. <laughs> it's really funny, you know. Because the entire time the staff is just like, they're all so unfairly good looking. I don't like this. Oh, yeah. Everyone is hot. <laughs> it's a fantasy That's show. Like of course thing. everyone is hot. It's a self-insert like fantasy. <laughs> Geralt and Shrikey? Shrike. It's uh, the Snow Shrike. White character. They make it a really big yeah. thing in the show. I. It's kind of like enemies to lovers. To, no, but like then enemies she dies? to like hate lovers, and then she dies that same episode. But they also know. weren't really enemies. Yeah, it's it's like it's weird. It's spicy. Like, I, but I it's actually weird. really like it because like it's the whole like lesser of two evils, but like. Geralt's like, oh, I don't want to choose, but then she's like, you you don't have a choice. You have to choose. Yeah, it's choose the lesser. And he was like, I think I've chosen the lesser. And she was like, did you? And he was like, I don't know. Yeah, it's and then, a- like I like in the I like in the, the the show where he carries a brooch around as like a reminder of that is really cool. It's yeah, you know? it's a weird it's a weird relationship. Okay, now we have yeah. Geralt and Triss, who if you haven't like she doesn't really show up much in like the season one. She's a lot in the games and she is in the books, but like she basically just throws herself at him, and the whole thing is like series pissed off because she thinks Yennefer is her mom, and it yeah. I don't know and, like who I, is her I, mom. Like, who yeah, Siri? Yeah. Okay, so well, the thing. Okay, so the thing is, it's Pavetta and Dooney, right? Yes. Like, there's this whole thing where um, Geralt visits this castle, and there's this girl who's about to be married. Her name's Pavetta, and she likes this guy Dooney, who is a hedgehog for a face. But only when it's night. But only what? when it's night, right? <laughs> Just deal yeah. with it, magic. Yeah. Anyway, they get married, and Pavetta's got the magic blood, and so she has the siri who siri also has the magic blood thing and she can scream real loud and that's that's where siri comes from don't witches yeah. try well, and well, hunt down those magic people no kinda maybe they hunt only monsters they hunt, no they hunt monsters for uh, money yeah they're like mercenaries they're like really high-end exterminators just think of them yeah. that way <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's like the, basically what they are. Okay. Yeah, it's really okay. There's one thing that I will give uh, that I didn't like about the don't like about the Witcher is that it's ridiculously, needlessly confusing, and at no point does anyone explain anything. You're like, oh yeah. Th- also, apparently, Geralt just stops being a Witcher. Like, wait, really? Three books in. <laughs> what? Like, literally to the point where there's a line in the book where it's, "I am no longer a Witcher." 
I don't think the books are written quite as well as people want to think they are. They are not. That's literally my point. And I really, really hope they fix it. Because I will say one thing for the show. They actually, like... They seem to care... And they're making efforts to like actively fix the the like the stuff that's kind of weird and like at the very least give it more heart. And I like they're trying, they're doing their best, but the source material is is um, people only like it because of the games. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Anyways, on the topic of Jagaral and Triss, in the first two games, she's the like main love interest only. Yennefer just straight up isn't in them, <laughs> and at this point. Geralt has literally has serious amnesia and cannot remember that he was in a relationship and married to Yennefer. Wait, he was <laughs> married to Yennefer? Uh, kinda. I never they, got to that part. Oh, oh no. They like oh they God. were like married as in like they lived together and it they were like life partner. Okay, Siri and a huge sword. This is definitely an innu- innuendo it's and Paul just doesn't want to acknowledge it. Siri's huge sword is awesome. Yeah, I feel like Siri Siri's real is probably my favorite sword out of all the swords in the games. Wow, that's a professional. I don't know what any of them are called because the Polish names make me cry. Anyway... It's series sword. It's series sword. But Polish makes me cry. So sorry. <laughs> also, shout out to our Irish listener. You know who you are. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so much for actually listening to this. I think you're the one person outside of our family who's actually paying attention to it. Also, Sears canonically bisexual. Just wanted to point See, that out. See, she is? Yeah, she's canonically bi. She has a female love interest in one of the books. Oh, yeah. I love Siri. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> she's a fun character. I love her. Uh, on the topic of the video game, TV show, or book, who did it better? Um, it's hard to tell because the show hasn't has only adapted the first book so far. I don't know if they're gonna like do a Game of Thrones and start good and end bad. And I've only played like ten minutes of the game, and I've only read. Like, I I'll, I'll talk more on the games in a bit. Yeah, like for the book, I, it was fun to read. It, it was engaging despite even being translated. And it, yeah. but like, and I, but I couldn't tell if like we're missing part of the like charm because it was translated or. Yeah. And, and I, they, they do also, mess up some stuff. Ryan Haywood, Ryan Haywood, and um, Michael Jones read the Witcher books and talked about it on the podcast. Apparently, later down the line, the book the rating gets real bad, like. A lot of the fight scenes that he builds up to aren't shown or they're shown from like some guy under a table or like (laughs) epic fight scenes are told in past tense. So there's no tension. I mean, as someone who's tried to write fight scenes, I know they're hard to to like, you know, but But at the same time, if you're writing a self insert fanfic about your cool OC, why wouldn't you show him in all his glory in a fight scene? What's the point? Yeah. And in the first in the first thing, like, you can... In the first, uh, like, story, you can see the whole not showing the fight scenes. So, hopefully, the show will do it better. Hopefully. Because it's kind of hard to show action in past tense. You can, like, put, like, a flashback and then do you the can. action. But, like, I really hope they don't... Yeah, but, like, the whole thing is it takes away the stake. Yeah, it was real hard, but here I am in one piece. Bro, we know you're fine. What's the point? Like, literally, that's what they do later on in the books. Oh, gross. Yeah, like, if you have a if you have a flashback, if you're gonna use a flashback, you gotta actually, like, 
you have to show something that might be relevant now, not, oh, I had a fight, but I was hurt real bad, and now I'm better. Also, video game. So, I'm gonna run through this real fast, because this is getting long. This is gonna be uh, really long. So, video game. It's all three take place after the books, so there's yeah. no. It's not an adaptation. It's just taking the characters and moving their story story like really forward. Really high budget fanfic, but like good. Oh, it's it's real high budget fanfic that somehow is better than the actual source material. I mean, that's uh, what Harry Potter fanficers have been doing for decades. So you know. I mean, maybe valid. I can't stand Jer. J.J. Uh, J. Rowling, because she's... J.J. <laughs> J. J. Rowling! J.J. <laughs> Rowling! It's a mix between J.J. Abrams and J.K. Rowling, where you're given bits of information that will never pan out, and then J.K. Rowling spoils them all on Twitter later. I stand we by get, that. We get, this, we get this real suspenseful movie, yeah. but the ending you have to find on the, on the director's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a J.J. Rowling production, baby. Special guest star Michael Bay, where Hogwarts just blows up without any... I mean, to be fair, it would make the books better. Anyways, back back to what I was saying about the games. <laughs> CG Project Red, fantastic studio. They really did a very good job at um, adapting it. The world works, and the character designs, and the monster designs are awesome. Like, uh, it's just... It's the first one, maybe not so much. But then again, this is Oblivion era games, and is is just terrible. Is terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's I. If you want the full story, play it. But no, don't play I, I've it. heard that it's Witcher bad. One was kind of bad, and then Witcher Two was better than anyone expected, and Witcher Three like won so many awards, and that's the one that yeah. my dad played like fifth. He played Which one does your dad have? Or something, and then he, he wouldn't stop playing it, so he deleted it, and he did this. He's done this with every game I've tried to get into. See, the thing yeah. is, this has gotten me, the whole thing has gotten me to question, do I actually like Witcher, or is it just I have had my so much information fed to me from my father that I've, like, just absorbed his excitement for it? Because I don't know if I even really like it that much. It's fine, I just don't get, I don't know, it's just weird, like... I just, I know so much about it, but I don't actually, mm. I haven't read or played or watched even that much. And it's just weird. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about the movie. Um, it's flawed. It is definitely the, the flawed. The TV show, they you mean? The TV show? Yeah. They definitely, they definitely could have explained the timelines better than they did. But at the same time, with the yeah. fan base Witcher had garnered worldwide, it just made more sense to jump in. They had more people already invested in it than new fans yeah. so it was enjoyable like i actually enjoyed all the characters they made all of them sympathetic and fun to watch and i hope they keep up with it because and also a really quick fun fact that i just want to say is that witchers collect weeds and stuff to make potions and it is apparently horrible to everyone except for my father so i don't know what kind of gamer he is but so it's so annoying because you never have what you need yeah i told my dad like yeah everyone hates making potions and he's like i love it so much it's my favorite thing i stand making potions and i'm like dad I mean, never go on twitter ever again oh <laughs> i mean I don't know if he's it's ever fine on twitter. they're really they're really useful who wants to read the ad break welcome to my youtube channel make sure to donate to your witcher on ko-fi comment and subscribe to your witcher you can go to audible.com slash witcher to start your free 30-day trial please remember nordvpn honey blue apron and squarespace we can never forget those dolls are gone to your witcher oh barely you plenty all right this has been reader's guide to the galaxy so long and thanks for all the books
Reader's Guide to the Galaxy is a Yuhai Book Club production. This episode was scripted, edited, written by, and produced by Paws with special voice talents of Garfield and Zelda. The intro was composed by Secret Agent Lavender and Alfredo. So long and toss a coin to your witcher.